All right, welcome back to another episode of the Cover 7 Podcast. We're joined by a special guest, Zach Magic Man Edwards, the former quarterback of the Barcelona Dragons in the European Football League of Football. Zach, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate you having me on. It's, it's a pleasure. I'm happy to chat it up with you guys. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the season just wrapped up in September. Um, how's the offseason been so far? It's been good, man. It uh, It's obviously a little different coming home, uh, back in Minnesota now, uh, a little change up from the, the sunny weather in Spain, but it's been good, man. It's been good to reconnect with the family and, you know, kind of bunker down and uh, live a little bit different of a life for a little bit. And I'm enjoying it, being able to see my family every day and whatnot, but uh, excited to be able to go back and play ball again. Yeah, so obviously you've established yourself as arguably one of the best players in Elf um, over the last couple of years. Maybe widely um, snubbed for MVP uh, this last past year. But um, how did you get to European football? Because a lot of Americans don't even know that European football exists and the journey can be quite a long one um, in a lot of cases. And a lot of guys go for XFL or USFL or NFL, do you know what I mean? And so going to Europe is, is quite a big jump. And yeah, where did it all begin and how did you get to, to, to Europe in the first place? Yeah, so, um, well, I appreciate that. Uh, first off, thank you. Um, and in terms of the snub thing, man, I, I can't say anything. Uh, Sean's my guy. I'm happy he I'm happy he got it done. He's doing his thing over in Munich right now. So if Sean watches this, uh, there's no there's no hate. Uh, a lot of love for Sean, but uh, it is what it is. And But no, man, it all started in college. Uh, obviously, I went to a smaller Division three school uh, up here in Minnesota. So coming out of college, obviously I didn't have a ton of pro NFL, CFL looks. Um, I did a couple all-star games. Uh, I went and trained in New Jersey with a couple good trainers and quarterback coaches. And, you know, I felt like I had a chance. You know, I felt like I had the potential to continue to grow and to continue to play football at a high level. Um, unfortunately, at that time as well as right when COVID hit. So I literally did my pro day and then the ensuing three, four months everybody was kind of in lockdown. So um, didn't really hear anything. Um, luckily enough, uh, Bart, the GM for the Dragons, hit me up um, asking if I wanted to come play for the Love Sutelet Pioneers, uh, Serie B team in, in Spain. Um, at the time, I really had no idea uh, much about the European football scene. However, in college, one of my coaches had told me to make a Euro players account my like junior year. Um, so I did that back then and that's actually eventually how Bart ended up finding me. So I'm very thankful I did that. Um, but yeah, man, I went over there, you know, didn't really know what to expect. Obviously kind of in weird times with COVID kind of affecting the whole world, but I figured, you know, it's a chance to continue to play football and do something I love. And on top of it, you know, you get to go see the world. So, uh, you can't really think of too many better things than that. So, you know, I said, I said, let's do it. Went over there, um, started that year off. It was obviously a little bit different, um, you know, than what you're used to here playing college football in the States. But, you know, it was a ton of fun. I met a, a bunch of great people um, throughout the process. And we ended up going 8-0 that year. We won the Serie B championship in Spain, which which was great. And then about halfway through that year, I'd say, um, Bart got the – pretty much got the job as the general manager for the dragons and was like, Hey, uh, you're doing great for my team right now. Would you be interested in potentially staying longer and, uh, becoming the 
quarterback for the Dragons. And, you know, I said, absolutely. It's, you know, it's on a bigger stage, um, bigger lights, bigger names, you know, and I'm all about continuing to level up my game, play against the best uh, to try and be the best. So um, I took it, I took it and ran with it. And, you know, obviously year one was a little tough. You know, we were kind of, uh, we kind of struggled through year one, but, you know, there's a lot of talent in Spain and, uh, those dudes come to play ball, man. There's a lot of do- a lot of dogs down there in Spain. Um, very happy I had that that experience for those two years. I met a lot of amazing people, and I wish them the absolute best moving forward as well. And uh, and yeah, so that that kind of took me into year two. And you know, we went out there and just did our best to kind of uh, get our vengeance from year one. And it happened what it happened. You know, we got to have some fun, throw the ball around. Got my boy Kyle. Uh, became a great friend of mine. Uh, was able to throw him lots of touchdowns, lots of passes. And unfortunately, we came up a little short of the big game. But, you know, overall, it was still a great year and had a lot of fun and enjoyed it. So, yeah, it's, that's kind of a brief run through. Awesome. Um, and just to clarify, I love Sean Show and I think he's a great player as well. <laughs> I just think you play better than him this year. That's all it was. Um, but no, he's awesome. Obviously, what he's done in Europe is unprecedented. He's been killing it for years and years. Led was the face of that franchise for a long time. So yeah, everyone's got a lot of respect for that guy, hundred um, percent. But how did the domestic league in in Spain compare to Elf? Because Spanish football isn't isn't the best football in Europe, to put it bluntly. Um, and you're playing in the second division of, of Spain as well, right? And so how did that compare to Elf, which is now arguably, without a doubt, probably actually the best football in Europe? Um, it was very different. Obviously, you get to kind of see, I mean, from an organization standpoint, I think it was one of the biggest things. Um, obviously, there's a lot more going into the overall, uh, the overall like task of playing European League of Football at that level. Um, obviously like with all the logistics and all the different teams and, you know, it kind of turned into an all-star team for the Spanish, uh, Spanish teams, you know, because, uh, there's not just one team in, uh, in Barcelona that we could pull all the guys from, like you could say in Hamburg or Frankfurt and such like that, you know, we, uh, we had to take all the Madrid guys, all the Spanish, all the Barcelona guys, you know, everybody from all over the place. Um, so that first year was a little bit of a struggle. Um, just like a cohesiveness. These dudes have been playing each other and battling against each other, you know, their entire lives, you know, and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, you guys actually have to be teammates and compete at the best level in Europe. So it was a little bit of a learning curve, I felt like. And I feel like a lot of us didn't really know, uh, you know, what it was going to be about, how competitive it was going to be, you know. So we kind of had to learn and take a few on the chin uh, to kind of get to that point in the process. Um but I think I think really the biggest difference was just, you know, the comfortability of being able to play at that level. I think there are a lot of Spanish guys that are able to play at that high of a level, but they had just never had to before because kind of like you said, the talent in Spain is so dispersed amongst, you know, all these different teams. Obviously, you have the Badalona Drax and the Osos Rivas and those teams that are more so and the Black Demons that are the bigger teams in Spain. But when you combine all three, they can become a serious franchise. So. Um, I think we kind of saw that in just the building, the stepping stones uh, to what those guys can become. Awesome. Um, and then year one to year – sorry, Alex, you go. No, uh, I just wanted to look back on last year. One of the big stories in the ELF was the jump the Dragons made, you know, from their first season to this year, uh, this past season, you know, going to the playoffs. Can you talk about some of the growth that you saw um, from year one to year two in Barcelona? 
Yeah, I think I think one of the biggest things was a lot of the guys took the off season very seriously. Um, the year prior, a lot of guys had we were all really coming off um, a season in Spain. You know, we had all like because the championship in in Spain is usually like the end of May, and then camp started like mid May. So we were kind of like overlapping. These guys had all just played a full season, and then you're gonna about to play an entire ELF season. So I think, and then going into year two, a lot of guys didn't play that season. So they really just kind of focused on the off season, on the grind, got better, you know, focused on stuff that they wanted to get better at so that they could come into camp being uh, more fresh and, and ready to go. So I think that was one huge thing. And then mentally, I think everybody was just kind of fed up of losing, you know, those Spanish guys don't like losing. They don't like getting pushed around, you know, so uh, they got a lot of fight in them and, and they mentally prepared themselves, you know, this year is going to be different and, um, I was happy to be part of it and, and try and lead the way uh, through it all. And it was a lot of fun. Awesome. What do you think was the key to your success this year? Because, yeah, as Alex spoke about, you said you made, you made a huge jump. But, I mean, was there anything like you were doing, I don't know, um, coaching? Like, was there anything new plays you were running or any sort of like kind of um, new style of play that you were trying to implement that, that made you so much more successful? I mean, because Carl was obviously a huge part of success, but you can't put that success all on one guy. Um, so, yeah, what was it, do you think? Um, well, definitely Kyle played a huge role. I think he was obviously amazing for us. But I think the kind of the X factor was Coach Coach Widener for us. He, uh, he came in and, you know, he did so much for us um, in terms of just – building that culture, you know, kind of finalizing that culture, making an identity for who the Dragons wanted to be, um, allowing us to be who we wanted to be. You know, I think uh, there's a lot of personalities on that team and you kind of got to just let us flow, you know, in terms of, you know, from the Spanish guys to the Americans to the French guys we had, you know, we had a lot of characters on that team and, you know, we love to have fun and coach kind of took that and ran with it. You know, he helped, he helped guide us and, you know, put us in successful in ways to be successful. But at the same time, he let us have our fun and he let us, you know, kind of play to our strengths. And I think overall, over the course of the year, he did a great job at, uh, you know, kind of fine grooming us into into a well-oiled machine. And just offensively, on top of that, he put us in so many good positions to for me to be successful and uh, for our team to, you know, put points on the board. Uh, being a kid from Minnesota, what was the best part about living in Spain for all that time? I think just being by the water and the beaches, man. I think, you know, obviously I grew up in Minnesota. I didn't leave Minnesota much. Um, just kind of living in that, like, tropical that tropical environment with, you know, the palm trees, the beaches, the ocean right there. It was really cool. It was really cool to experience. And then, you know, just meeting all the amazing people that were there. It was uh it was cool to, you know, kind of indulge in that culture and, you know, see the way of life out there. And obviously it's so much different than, you know, typical Midwest uh, uh, way of life. You know, it's just completely different. So it was fun to kind of be uh, kind of be like a coast kid for a little bit. Awesome. Do you do you see a future for yourself in Europe outside of football? Um, I, I think so. I could, I could potentially see myself over there. I do love Europe and, you know, I've only been able to see, uh, a short, uh, a short lived part of it because, you know, we're only in, in places for like a couple of days when we visit or playing games and whatnot. So 
I would love to. I think uh, I think Europe's awesome, and I'd be more than happy to you know travel around. And if I find something that I love and it it, it it's pulling me back there, then I would have no uh, no regrets being over there. But we'll see, man. Time will tell. Awesome. Um, and so there's obviously you are one of the biggest signings um, this off season so far, right? I don't think I think everyone was wondering where you were going to go. People weren't sure if you're going to go to Berlin or Munich. Um, even maybe one of the Austrian teams, both both teams obviously lost their QBs this offseason. Um, but you landed in Paris. Uh, what was the reason behind that and what led you to go there? Yeah, so uh, it was definitely kind of a stressful process. I met with a bunch of people, obviously. Met some amazing people through the process, so very thankful for that. Um, but no, I think from the jump, uh, you know, Paris kind of got on me early. Um, you know, I, I talked to a lot of, you know, the ownership in Paris. I talked to coach Mattioli a bunch. Um, you know, I, I really resonated with those guys, the, you know, the vision that they have for this project where they see, uh, the potential, uh, of this franchise going and then just the hunger behind them, you know, they, they're very excited, you know, they're all in, uh, they're, they're hungry to, you know, be at the top of this league and they're hungry to, put the best team they, they possibly can on the field. So I think just from that, from a vision standpoint, you know, I, I kind of fell in love with how they were attacking the off season and how, how excited they were, you know, to, to, to go into this next year. Um, but, and then the other thing on top of it, you know, obviously I talk with Kyle pretty much every day and, you know, Kyle, uh, Kyle was kind of felt the same way as I did, you know, from, from the jump, uh, they were really high on him and, and they wanted him to be part of their franchise. And, you know, I think part of the reason me and Kyle were so good was because of how well we connected, you know, not only on the field, but off the field. And I think just keeping that chemistry going um, is only going to help us get better. And then on top of that, my guy Remy uh, from year one with the Dragons, a lot of people forget, but he was a top five receiver in the league as a, as an E import, you know, and, uh, he was, he's a hell of a receiver. You know, I love Remy. He was one of my closest friends off the field that year as well. So, um, you know, those two together, and then, uh, we're going to add a couple more pieces on top of that, of uh, you know, straight, straight, uh, talent. And I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I think the, I think really there's no limit on how successful we can be. And that's kind of, kind of why, uh, I saw myself there. Awesome. Um, Great. And before before we let you go, um, I did see something recently on social media. It was a video um, and someone had kind of superimposed your head on someone running towards um, Carl Sweet. And in that video, you pushed away, you pushed away the XFL, right? Um, implying that you chose an elf over the XFL. Is there any like truth to that? Did you like after two great years in in Europe and, and kind of put yourself out there and get a bunch of tape, um, did, was there any interest from any other leagues in the states? Um, not not really. Um, uh, I, I think they kind of just did that for fun. But yeah. no, uh, the whole XFL thing was kind of was kind of weird because they did all their tryouts um, and whatnot when we were in mid season, you know. So I couldn't go to any of the tryouts. Um, I had a couple, like I had a couple people uh, that I reached out to to send my film for, but uh, a lot of those XFL QBs were kind of chose, you know, handpicked from 
you know, guys that fell out of the NFL or guys that were really good in the spring league and or ex division one guys, you know, they want kind of those big name guys. Unfortunately, I'm not there yet, but um, no, I think uh, I, last year I was in the USFL draft, um, but wasn't selected. That's how I ended up back in, in, in the dragons year too. But uh, no, man, I'm, I'm all in on Paris right now. I'm excited. I want to go get uh one of those European League of Football Championships, uh, the well evaded. So, yeah. well, I believe you can do it, man. I think I watch a, watch almost every elf game this year, and you're without a doubt one of the most exciting players um, in the league. And I've been following Mark Mattioli for a while, so and he's an amazing coach. Again, one of my favorite coaches in Europe. And so, I think you guys have got such a great chance of, of going all the way this year if you can put all the bits together. So yeah, super yeah. excited for you guys. I'm excited. It uh. It's coming together. Obviously, we, we've signed a couple guys so far, but obviously, it's just a start. And, you know, I know all, of all the guys we've signed so far, everybody's pretty hungry. You know, everybody wants to make this big fuss about how we're favorites, you know, already. But, you know, there's still a long ways to go. And I think everybody knows that. And Coach Mattioli will definitely keep that, uh, that fresh in our head that we have not done anything yet. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the culture of the team, you know, the energy with it and, and everything to come with uh, another summer in Europe, man. Awesome. Well, we can't wait to watch you play in uh, the Paris football team's first season. You plus Remy plus Kyle Sweet plus a bunch of straight dogs joining yeah. the Paris team. We can't wait to see it. Um, thanks so much for joining us, Zach. Yeah, of course, man. Anytime. Um, always happy to always happy to touch base with you guys. Love what you guys do. You guys are growing the game of football over in Europe. To, to new lengths so everybody I know thanks you guys greatly for uh, all the coverage you guys do and whatnot so uh, we appreciate y'all as well <laughs>